And so my father carried me down as a little boy, and I wasn't much knee high to a duck at that time, but I was watching. Sure, your children don't forget nothing. My father lead me around by the hand in the daytime, and when he'd put the wagon in the wagon yard, well, at night, he'd put me in the wagon yard too, because I'd be sleeping, he'd be gone. When I'd wake up, he'd be gone and run right in my mind. I was a little boy too. He's going right back down there where he carried me that day. I said, well, when I get to be a man, I'm going down there too. And when I got to be a, you know, I wasn't a man about 16, 17 years old. See, I was wearing long pants at that time. So my father put me on a bill of cotton and carried me to the train and gave me $40 in my pocket. I was a big shot, too, when I had that $40. Sent me to go to the fair five times. And he said, son, don't go down on Fanner Street. And I didn't sleep none that night, just thinking about Fanner Street. And I saw him north of Papa, and that's just where I was going. I didn't have to tell him. He didn't have to know where I was going. I wasn't going to tell him. He shouldn't ask me. But anyhow, when I got to Street Sport, I never did forget how to go down on Fanner Street, because the little hill you drop off. Babe knows exactly what that big place set up on Texas that night. I guess it's a church. I don't know what it is. I never did pay that much mind because when I get ready to go down that little hill, I wouldn't stand by that church, but I know how to go down there. So I went on down on Fountain Street. That's where I go every time I leave home. So I learned how to play a guitar by a piano. I sit by the bass side of the Six-string guitar at that time. Now, this is going to tell a story about when I was a little boy going out on Saturday. But before I start Just let 
Uh-huh. And we're gonna make your cummy fantasy come true. So just give us like I would say two minutes, if that. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm looking here, forward here to go. my fantasies coming to life. Do we have Do we have a uh, background music that we can play? Uh, By the way, we're all kind of high right now. Yeah, oh shit. <laughs> we're all like a little high, so things are like not moving as quickly as they usually are. <laughs> all right. All right, we're going to try this. We're going to attempt this one sec. All right. Give it to me, Fred. Let's just get a round of applause going. All right. Doesn't that didn't that make you feel like less like sad? No. Just a little bit, huh? Bring the Huh? I don't actually. I know that's my reputation, apparently. But you know, um I'm broke right now, so you know. Oh, I don't have any. Okay, starting off real positive. Uh, how you guys doing? How you been? What are you guys doing? Life just sucking a lot of dick, figuratively. Figuratively? But I don't know what you enjoy, so maybe figuratively that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, to each their own about that, on that. Uh, you know, in that regard. Irregardless. Is that's not a word. That isn't a word. Thus the humor in, okay. Um, so here we are. Everybody. How you doing, man? Wasn't talking to you. How you doing? Which other night? So a lot of nights. Who yelled at who? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh yeah? Who yelled at who? You yelled at somebody? Okay. I got booked? No. Open mic. They got some good ass uh fried uh chicken. <laughs> no, they're not they're like they're um they're little dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a, he pre he was a preemptive laugh right there. 
No, it was uh chicken. It, the chicken wasn't fried. The it was chicken in a dumpling that was fried, like of something. Anyway, it was fucking good. <laughs> All right, so what do we got? For, uh, seven people and a host in this motherfucker. This is beautiful. Uh, is are there more people gonna show up? You think? How you doing? What's what's up? <laughs> yeah, let's turn some of these fucking lights on here. Brighten up the. Brighten up the. Brighten up the scene. What is this over here? That's nothing. Let's pick something out of the. Get it. Let's get it going. Let's get it going, huh? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay. What is this? Your inspiration? None of you motherfuckers. We're just gonna fucking. Huh? What's what? This? That's the hell hat. Are you fucking with me? Yeah, I know you are. Um, what lurks in the darkness? I don't know, uh, Corday. What? <laughs> I think you, you would, you would know. Yeah. I can't lurk in the darkness. I can't lurk in the darkness, man. I'm too pale. I glow in the darkness. All right. I can't lurk. Can't lurk in the darkness. I lurk in the clouds. Do you have a plan? Nope. Is how you guys entertained by this? I'm going to rip his dick off what this card says whose dick are they talking about anybody have any guess go ahead throw out some guesses whose dick is he did write this Pam yeah yeah are you, are you, are you telling me are you telling me Jim is going to get his dick ripped off in the office. Is that season uh, nine, episode one? Whatever fucking season it's on. I mean, you know, that's that's a good question because everybody loves Jim. My little brother hates Jim. He's like, he's a fucking asshole, you know? He's a dick. Working at for some fucking paper comp company. Get always getting an attitude looking at the camera. These fucking guys, you know, will fucking quit then, you know? Being a dick about it. Fucking, you know. Fucking lighten up, Jim. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> always looking at the camera. Always got an attitude and shit. At least you got a fucking good job. Fuck. Anyway. Is alcohol bad? No. 
It's not bad. Great. What you got in that? What you got in that? Uh, in that thing over there? What you sipping on? Really? Don't fucking lie to me. I know. I know. I know. The, I know the routine. Don't fucking lie to me. Hmm. This cheaper vodka. Where were you at that you saw a twelve dollar vodka and there wasn't another option? This. So you only get nice and pretty vodkas. All right. You don't know about you don't know about New Amsterdam. Okay. Well, yeah. If you want some high end vodka. Well, if you want me to put some in there for you, I got you. Are you in the grown up club? I did that last night. You guys were all here for that. Going good. All right. I know. Thus, the. Then that was only for you. Was it funny? Damn, who do you look like? Man, you look like fucking Hey Arnold and shit over here. Don't he look like a fucking high ass Hey Arnold? <laughs> fucking. Your your fucking eyes are in two different fucking zip codes. Anyway. <laughs> you, got, you got some. Your eyes are far apart from each other. Just think about that when you look in the mirror later. All right, a little bit of cruelty. I'm sorry, man. You accept my apology? Can we just get on with the show? All right. How many house plants do you have? Anybody want to take this one? Zero. You got two. What, do you, what plants you got? Black rose? Black rose? Succulents, huh? Black rose succulents, huh? Very sexual. All right. Do you fuck your plants? Okay. Babies? Anybody? It's great. Who's having a good time? Fucking shit. Well, you guys don't have nothing better to do? Yeah, dude. Why do you have me host the weakest, fucking the most of the least attended? <laughs> Shit. Hey, man, y'all need to fucking get on Facebook and promote Mutiny Radio, man. Because this shit is, you know what I'm saying? This is a beautiful. No, it deserves more. Okay? There needs to be more fucking people here. And I'm trying to have a genuine, honest, heartfelt moment here. What's your name again? Corbin. I'm trying to have a fucking moment. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, fucking Mutiny Radio. Where would you guys be right now if it weren't for Mutiny Radio? 
And, you know, that's what you hear. And this is way better, right? Way better. That sneeze sounded... That fucking... That sneeze sounded sarcastic, sir. Sounded like a sarcastic sneeze. Um... <laughs> he, this man comes in his fucking black rose succulents. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Um, should we get it started? Are you are you running the show over here? No, I mean, who's supervising this? I mean. Yeah, you crossed the line, buddy. All right, well, you know, you guys, all right, look, I'm going to fucking bring y'all up. And you guys going to have to make these fucking fuckers laugh. Can you do that? Are you guys going to be able to do that? You make these fuckings, make these fucking, so you better get the fuck off your phone, partner. Because, you know what I'm saying, you part of this audience right now. And if you're on your phone while motherfuckers is up here talking... You know, writing jokes and shit. All right. Okay. All right. Well, this is. Let me. T- I'm gonna try. We're gonna. We're gonna make. We're gonna have a good time tonight. Okay. We're gonna have a. Mu- uh, we're gonna have a good fucking time. We're gonna have a good time. Let me tell you. Somebody's not here. Somebody's missing. Somebody. Cause it's it's, five, it's seven of y'all and it's eight people on the list. Huh? The first guy is not here. That's what I thought. That's a good call, Jonah. Cause of course, naturally, if the guy's not here, you can't bring him up. So I, you know, that's excellent logic. There. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and do that. We're gonna bring up the next guy first guy he's the both the next guy and the first guy which is the first the first time i've seen something like that happen first time i've seen somebody be the next guy and the first guy you know what i'm saying <laughs> god you guys are you guys are a sad bunch but i am i am also so going to be we're going to have a great time Hey, Alex, you got some jokes, bro? Uh, You're going next and first. You ready? Put your fucking hands together, you six motherfuckers. Alex Woody. I was going to go drain the foreskin, but I have to hold it in. That's a good thing, though. You can hold stuff in there. You know what I mean? It's kind of like an extra pocket. Great. Put a Skittle in there. Eat it later. It's got like a twangy taste to it. Oh, you Snapchatting any whores there, buddy? Cordell? Yeah. BBW? Redbone? Redbone? Oh my God, the coffee Latinas are amazing. 
I'm glad this really turned into a podcast. <laughs> the fuck? What are we, sisters? Come on. What the fuck is this? Corbin, Corbin, Corbin. The podcast is over. It's over. I love your name, but it's over, okay? Unbelievable. You know what the worst thing is? Is when someone calls you and they want to describe a funeral. Like, motherfucker, I've been to a funeral. Like, you're getting me to your, your level of sadness. I'm already sad. All right? The casket was open. I don't need to hear that. You know what I mean? I don't need to have post-traumatic stress. I'm already having issues. And this is the worst part about it. I'm high. Have you ever gotten high and someone just gives you bad news? The worst, <laughs> the worst is when you're high and that person, like a friend, calls you and they're like just hating on weed. Like, well, weed has, like, ruined my life. Like, I'm so glad I'm off of it. Like, I'm doing so much better. I'm sitting there, like, two edibles deep, a couple joints. You know, my kid's crying. I got the headphones on, listening to Ozzy. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm bored in life. Is that depression? I'm bored. I hate Netflix. I scroll. I don't watch anything. It's not interesting. I don't want to learn. I want to veg out. All right? I'm done with it, okay? I, I, I don't know how to read well, so I'm not reading. And that gives me headaches. You ever try reading high? It's impossible. The words are moving. You got to put them together. That might be my dyslexia. How do you say it? I can't even talk right now, okay? This is what happens when you're too bored, but you're not smart enough to realize there's stuff to kill your... Cure your boredom. <sighs> there is. Well, uh, welcome to Cockfest 2019. <laughs> I like this. this. Oh, I'm not scaring them away. I'm just right there, Luke Newman. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. No, no. Oh. Oh my god. No. No. Definitely not gonna talk about dogs now. Definitely not. Right. No. Totally. Um This is great. This is a great <coughs> Handle this, please. Like, I, I, I know, like, Hillary's up for re-election and shit, but come on. This ain't the voting poll, all right, guy? Uh, sorry, it's just, come on. That wasn't courtesy, talking about the dog and shit. That's like those people I was talking about that call you and bring you down. That brought my sit down. I was about to... I was about to light on fire. Come on, let's be honest. You know what I mean? And she came in. No, it was already ruined. But she came in kind of, come on, bitch. I don't want to learn about the dog. And let's not say bitch. Let's not say that. Call them Huns. Okay, that's why I got to do. Huh? Anyone can go better than Luke. My grandma on Delauded's could have had a better set, dude. <laughs> but you know what I like about him? He doesn't give a fuck. And that's... 
like drinking a fifth before the set so first year, right? <laughs> oh, fuck it. So I wanted to tell a story. Um, Luke was there. I tried to get him to be part of the set. Luke, uh, perfect timing. I'm talking about the Emeryville mic. So what happened was I get in the zone when I get high, all right? And it's this new Emeryville mic, bar, Asian uh, fusion restaurant, bistro, a lot of people, at least 50, right? Uh, no, sir. No, this isn't the 20s. This, we're not on a riverboat playing fucking blackjack, all right? Maverick. That was a great Mel Gibson movie. So anyways, I'm fucking by the bathroom. Two all-gender bathrooms, of course, right? Your own personal thing, right? I see a woman go in one with a guy. To me, that's hooking up. Then, what are we pointing at? What the f- Oh, oh, he's locking this. Okay. There we go. Now it looks like I'm doing comedy, you know? So, the story. Can I get back to it, guy? Okay. So, Emeryville. I see this girl go in the bathroom with a guy, right? And this other guy's like, oh, yeah, I, I hooked that up. So I'm assuming they're hooking up, right? I go back. I smoke a little bit with some black guys. I'm really high before my set. Too high. I feel like an idiot. What am I doing here? I'm, like, questioning everything, right? And I see that same chick at the bar right before my set with a different guy. And they look like they're a couple. He's got the purse and the sweatshirt, right? They look like... You know, maybe they have a house or apartment together and a little chihuahua, all right? That they take on walks Sundays, right? I see the woman, as I'm stalking, watching, right? Maybe I should be paying attention to my fucking set, but I'm watching these people instead because I haven't jerked off all day. So, right? She's looking at that guy I saw her in the bathroom with. He flashed me right when I said jerk off. Come on, guy. Can't a chubby guy talk about masturbation anymore? She, she's looking at the guy she went in the bathroom with, and then I see her leave, and this doofus boyfriend, he's sitting there, and he's kind of looking, and he's like double taken, and I swear they're holding hands, and they disappear by the bathroom, right? I got to bring this up. So I walk up, and I'm like, I'm pulling some Jerry Springer shit, and I told the guy, your girl's getting fucked in the bathroom, and I just start to <laughs> There you go. Well, I didn't really get in trouble. Just it didn't really go the way I wanted. She came out, but I was gone. He was mad. Yeah, I embarrassed him. But you know what? He needed Well, here's the, here's the thing. Apparently they weren't cheating. Apparently they were doing cocaine. That whole What? Yeah, I thought, I, dude, I'm still convinced she was blowing the other guy or something. How many girls have you lured with cocaine? I've done a couple, you know what I mean? No, I've done it a couple times. San Diego, remember, back in 2009, girls loved cocaine. Am I right? But you know other girls, they'll do whatever on cocaine, right? They'll hang out naked, they'll play Twister. It's a long time. Uh, it's a long night. Okay, yeah, wrap it up. Okay. Um, thank you, guys. My name is Alex Woody. 
Or they. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, cocaine, does anybody have any? Okay. Take that burp as a no. Yeah, I believe so, yes, right, Capital? Weed in here? Yeah, but not no spliffs, though, right? Got to be pure ganja. You don't know what a spliff is? Oh, you really, you from the hood, for sure. Oh, you don't smoke, period, nothing. Oh, you, so you're not from the hood. Okay. Um, all right, so... You know, this is Madison. This is, you know, it's just a laid back open mic. If you can't tell. If you couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> Who's up next? Uh, Jonah, you're up next. Okay. All right, everybody fucking clapping shit for Jonah Pollock. All right, I see that, I see Mutiny Radio now has some sort of, <laughs> I meant that to happen. I meant that to happen. I'm s I am such a fucking punk rocker, I'm like, I'm gonna come on stage, I'm gonna take this $600 electronic device uh, that I just finished paying off, and I'm gonna destroy it uh, to show how cool I am. No, uh, see Mutiny now has altars in the fucking room to burn incest to get rid of the bad vibes. If Muni wants there to be less bad vibes in here, there's gonna have to be a lot more than one little fucking stand for some incest. You're gonna have to have like fucking Jewish priests burning a lamb to God or something uh, to get things over the hump here. Am I right? Hell yeah. I know, I know I'm right. I've uh, been sniffling all week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you, you on that? You, are you? Are you on that trip? You got that trip going? You got that trip going? Is it like, here's the thing, like, I don't have a lot, I don't have a lot of money, so I don't snort cocaine. Around a lot of comics who don't have money, they're still, still somehow snorting cocaine. Uh, here's a, you brought a burrito? Oh, shit. Can I? All right, now I'm a prop comic. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you all something. Bugs in there? Larvae and shit. All right. Clearly, uh, you did not study natural sciences in college. Uh, <laughs> you did? Uh, wait, what, bra what branch of science did you study? Uh, biology. Biology? Uh, would you try and, like, use that, like, romantically? Like, be like, let me tell you about your musculature or anything? Like, did you try and look impressive? So wait, what caused you to fail at it? Were you just you weren't good at it? You didn't you didn't study hard? Uh, you got busted cheating? What what caused it to not work out? So you successfully cheated, on occasion. Okay, so not only are you bad at natural sciences, you're bad at networking. You, if you want to cheat, uh, you have to get in with the good cheaters and kiss their ass a little bit. That is how this works, including comedy. There are bad comics who just know how to kiss ass with comics who run shows. Uh, this is now a seminar on how to succeed in stand-up comedy, yeah. You have to suck the... I'm putting on a seminar on how to... I'm not exemplifying how to succeed in comedy. I'm backbiting people all the time, and it is totally getting to them. 
learn from your mistakes, or just be on a death trip and eventually just do enough cocaine until you're broke and dying. That's also one way to go. Okay, all right, I walked the one woman in the room, so I am a true mutiny comic. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now we can talk about fucking Tinder chicks, am I right? So you guys, I had these like 20 Tinder chicks in my feed who I matched with, who I totally haven't messaged. I'm like, I'll get around to it when I think of the right thing to say, am I right? And you're back. I mean, where, where could she go? Like, there is, I mean, there is also, there is a mental hospital right up the street, and that is a safe space. I'm sorry. Normally, I'm a nice person. All right. All right, another stand-up comedy lesson. When you're on stage with a microphone, you are a sociopath. That is necessary. I don't care how nice a person you are. You fucking babysit your friend's children. You, like, work with, like, I don't know, fucking wipe the butts of people who, like, can't physically wipe their own butts. When you're up here, you are a monster. Uh... Yeah, I'm usually, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> what success? <laughs> uh, my success comes from dumping pollutants into rivers. That's, that's the ticket. Um, I did used to, I used to deal the Adderall that I got from a prescription. Yeah, yeah, no, I got, I got Adderall for like 20 years and uh, they told me it was like medicinal, which I don't know how speed can be medicinal. But uh, they explained to me that I, because of ADD, I was going to have a hard time staying employed. So it was medicinal in that they were giving it to me as a secondary uh, revenue stream. <laughs> They're like, you are going to need this to pay your rent indefinitely. Uh, yeah, I did. I stopped taking Adderall, though. And my friends were like, why the hell did you give up like a gram and a half a month of like clean medical grade methamphetamine? And I was like, I don't want to have to lie to my doctor about needing it. Like, <laughs> think about what happens after a while. You go into the doctor, and they're like, so you're on 50 milligrams of speed a day, but you're 195 pounds. Uh, we're going to have to cut out your thyroid. Uh, was it better fucking at Utah when I said I think you have thyroid cancer? Oh, I said 190? I mean, I'm 180, but, like, I'm trying to... 180, that doesn't sound suspicious. But BMI doesn't take into account fitness level. Tom Brady is... Did you know that according to BMI, Tom Brady is obese? Yeah. BMI assumes that everyone is a lazy piece of shit with no muscles. BMI was just created so that even people in good shape have, like, body dysmorphia issues. <laughs> it's like, if... Yeah. BMI was created by, like, a mean girl person who just wanted, yeah, ev like, let's have everyone be bulimic and anorexic. Um, yeah, wow. You know what? I entertained the fantasy that I was going to turn around the energy in this room, and uh, I'm glad that I got smacked on my ass because, you know, every time you think you're getting better in comedy, it's important to be reminded you are only one mutiny set away uh, from feeling like a complete and total failure. Uh, this is what makes mutiny fun. Yeah. Yeah, but at least people, people used to fail at mutiny while drinking and doing, like, nitrous oxide. Now you have to... S 
Whatever happened to people patching around like w like whippet canisters? That used to be a thing here. You used to see the weed. You're just giving me a tin full of weed. Holy shit! Oh my god! This is really happening right now. But like, I do have a respiratory infection. Can I? All right. Uh, yeah. You're you're too mentally stable to be Pam. Do you think Pam listens back to every episode that's recorded here to see if she gets referenced? As opposed to all the other great stuff she's doing. Uh, this burrito has heft. Uh, all right. <laughs> it smells completely neutral. No. Take a bite. Take a bite. It is. It is cold like a corpse. Uh, I would eat it. Uh. Jonah Pollock, everybody, give it up for him. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna come back and like, where did my fucking burrito go? Hey, who turned off these fucking lights? No, they don't. Everybody shut the fuck up. Shut up, everybody. This isn't a goddamn, this isn't a goddamn, uh, you know, free-for-all. Okay? Who turned these fucking lights off? They keep going off against my will. You know what? Fuck them then. You know, you know what? This is wild. I think I've lost control of the room. What do you, why are you giving somebody else's burrito up? Why'd you do that? They might. Okay. All right. I mean, that's cold. That's cold, but that's but that's reality. I can dig it. All 
Okay, you know what? I I respect your fucking, you know what I'm saying, your harsh nature of reality approach to that. Um, I respect that. Don't leave your fucking chop suey lying around because it will, somebody will fucking eat it. Uh, And I will make sure of that. Um, um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, you were talking about Adderall. Yeah, I did some Adderall. Huh. This, this guy's funny. <laughs> oh no, but because they told my little brother he had ADHD, uh, and they might have to give him Adderall. I was like, yeah, he, yeah, he got it. Yeah, stock that in our cabinet. And uh, so I did some Adderall. Cool. All right. <clears throat> See what's going on here. Jonah Pollock, done. Alex Woody, done. The next guy we got coming up looks like some kind of Asian name. I'm assuming that's you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> Tone Lamb, come on. I already know that. Everybody give up a tone lamb right here. It's actually Tuan, Tuan lamb. I'm ethnic. Don't worry about that. Look at my eyes. What was your, what was your name? T- tell me your name. Madison. Madison, what do you think of my hair? Be honest. I do look like a girl. I do look like a girl. No, a, a lot of guys, a lot of guys stare at me. A lot of guys stare at me. And then, but then they look away, right? No, but I caught them. I caught them for a second there. They wanted to fuck me, you know? No, it's all sorts of guys. I'd be driving around. I swear to God, people be squinting and just, I don't know. I'm causing half the accidents. No, I can't. I'm Asian. It's very rare for Asian people to have a push-up bra. Why would I need a push-up bra? Oh, God. They wear makeup. Women wear makeup. That's a lie already. But girls, it's easy to make a girl laugh than it is a guy, though. What the fuck? Those are some real. <laughs> That's not normal. Yeah, he's the expert. He 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 has the most clout. I can tell. This guy right here, the most status. Clout. Mm. It's okay. Luke's white. He can say whatever he wants and get away with it and no consequences and everybody still loves him. Right, Luke? That's right. 
I'm Vietnamese. Like, okay, I'm, so I'm Vietnamese, and I, I tell people I was born in Vietnam, and I haven't been back. And I would be, I would meeting, I would be meeting like, uh, like white people, and be like, "Oh, you haven't been back? I've, I've been there. I guess I'm more Vietnamese than you." <laughs> no, that's not how this works. No, ancestry proves me right. You're just a tourist. Like, you can't just go to Africa and all of a sudden join a tribe. Hey, I'm part of a tribe now. Also, I guess it's the N-word. <laughs> Unless you're white. <laughs> if, if you're white, if you're white, you can because, you, you know, white people did start. Start saying then we're so cultural appropriation. No, that's not a good joke. I don't have an accent. It scares all the white folks, all the males, because it's because I have a chance of dating their daughter. No, I don't have a chance. I don't. I, they they raised them wrong. Okay. All right. I was a theater major. Huh? All right. That didn't work. Okay. I was a theater major. So naturally, I'm a Lyft driver. That that's a good joke. You guys weren't listening, obviously. Uh, so lift. No, uh, let me explain. My lift passengers like don't don't think I have. Uh, they're surprised that I have free will. Like I like I can't like I can decline them, right? But, but they'll be like, oh no, you can't you can't you can't do that. You got a gun in my head. Where was I going with this? Free will, Lyft driver. No, you can't force, okay, all right, okay. If, if I, we're gonna abandon that. If I miss the marker by like 50 feet, uh, don't don't come into my car and go. Hey, you, you should have made a left back there. You missed it by uh, 50 feet. Or do you want me to tip you now? Is this? I'm sorry. Uh, you want some real time cash settlement for your pain and suffering, Brenda? Why don't you Why don't you just walk to your booty call next time? Because uh, I'm tired of being a third wheel. None. I got a man humming on my set. I never had this happen. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Can't catch a break. Every time uh, a hot girl like requests me, every time a hot girl requests a rise, he always cancels. You know, so I was, I was thinking, why don't they combine Lyft and Bumble? You know, it's good. Get a free ride in the first date. Okay, we need relatable jokes. Let's do let's let's get one relatable joke in and then I'll get off the stage. Uh everybody's wearing some sort of jacket, uh leather, suede, and denim. 
Okay. That one's orange. Uh, leather, suede, and denim jackets. What type of demographic do those people do in their spare time? Uh, complain. They also eat. Let's, let's not eat. You, hipsters. She's eating. She was eating. Uh-huh. Right, right. But no, they don't have daughters, though, apparently, so it's not relatable. Uh, so let's see what's relatable here. <laughs> he got a point. He got a point. Uh, okay. You guys know more about that than me, so all right. I'm gonna. Luke. Luke. Give it up for him. Give it up for him. So, Tuan Lam, you you drive Lyft? <laughs> but all the ladies that get in your car just start cracking up. Okay. Huh? Okay, go ahead. So that was basically just a joke about how you're Asian and probably people were scared. Wait a minute, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you got, you're signed up. Yeah, so your time will come. What's wrong with, what's wrong with getting a little awkward? What's wrong with that? Okay. Okay, this is what Mutiny Radio is all about. So who are you? So where are you from, Madison? Minnesota, Madison from Minnesota. And what is it you do? Yeah. Ah, oh, this bitch. Gentrifier over here and shit. This is a hell of a whack. All right. So you're afraid of a little awkwardness. Well, you didn't do that. Maybe. I'd be more awkward. Is it more awkward now? Is it getting awkward? Okay. It can, it can get awkward. You thought that was awkward. We can make it awkward in this motherfucker. Don't you think that that's as awkward as it gets here at Mutiny Radio? All right. Look, okay, let me tell you something before I bring this next guy up. But this is what we do here at Mutiny Radio. We fail and we bomb and we're awkward and <laughs> and we suck, okay? So if you came here thinking that it was, everything was going to go smoothly and it'll be all nice and smooth and shit, you came to the wrong fucking place. All right, you came to the wrong place. Kelly Evans, everybody. Thank you, thank you. All right, yes, yes. Uh, 
Luke comes to mutiny and fails and he bombs and he just fucking wrecks it up. That's a good job, man. And no, I appreciate it. You made it on time uh, to host. <laughs> fucking just like perfect timing, really. I mean, I'm actually, I was actually being literal. I was impressed. I was impressed because I would have been late. All right. Uh, what the fuck to talk about? I'm from Texas. Yeah, thank you very much. I miss it sometimes, uh, but also I hate it because <laughs> uh, Texas is fucking, it's like an ex-girlfriend that like was a horrible relationship, uh, but then it's been a few years and you're like, oh man, <sighs> she was so hot though, you know? And then you realize, no, 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 no. She uh, like branded me, literally. I got branded. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, I've got some scars. Um, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we're moving on. We're moving on. I told too much. <clears throat> I can because I have the microphone. I can say whatever the fuck I want. That's what that means. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know if you've, you'll find out. You'll be up here soon. All right. And then we'll all not laugh at you. Um, like you're not laughing at me. That was, that was the point. Don't, don't, make, don't make a sad face. Look at Jonah's. Wow, Jonah was like really empty empathic for a moment there is like oh god like okay well, i thought you were a sociopath you just told us you were a sociopath oh, okay fair enough but when you get off you're a lovable person just anyway okay well, let's talk about what i want to talk about jesus christ anyway i'm from texas and uh periodically i i you know fuck that joke what i want to talk about is the fact that we have a lot of stereotypes you know everybody thinks we have guns which is not the case. I mean, I, I do have a gun, but I mean, most people don't have guns. Anyway, also, like, everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, that's a lie. And we all ride a horse. I mean, come on, man. Like, we're all secretly racist. That's fucking bullshit, too. That's all, they're all lies because we're very openly racist. It is very obviously <laughs> racist, all right? Like, seriously. You don't get a Confederate tag, uh, a Confederate flag tattooed on your ass. And also attend a Black Lives Matter rally. Like, that's not a thing. You don't see it. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm still working on that one. But that's why we're here, just to try new shit uh, that is undeveloped uh, when we're intoxicated. Okay, cool. Uh, what's up? What's up? Okay, uh, let's do this shit. Okay. I said okay like 12 times. I apologize. It's a real dick move. Okay. Just for you, Luke. Because you're so... I don't know. I don't got anything. You're handsome. I was saying that's a lie. I don't want to lie to you, you know, because the carrot. No, okay. All right. I'm just going to move on to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not I'm like bisexual on like a 10 year average, you know, it's like, it's not like I'm, I'm not gay. It's just, uh, I'm like bad at peer pressure. You know, it's like <laughs> really it anyway. Uh, <laughs> speaking of like, my roommate and I were talking the other day, and she was telling me that, like, cheesecake is her cocaine, which is fucking, <laughs> really? Cheesecake's her cocaine? Have you ever, like, called three different people at midnight eight times in a row for fucking cheesecake? Like, no, you have not. Have you ever let your gay roommate blow you just because he had cheesecake and you were drunk a little bit? You know, fuck it. You know, he's got more cheesecake. Let's see where this goes. No? See, that's where that happens. Uh, there you go. You know? Okay, spiral into a, that is, that is, I've gone to two, you know what, you go to, you know how much stupid, 
Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> yes. Everything is more entertaining with cheesecake. Fuck yeah, man. People are funnier. The conversation is better. You want to talk about your life for some reason and your theories about why the moon landing didn't actually happen or whatever the fuck you believe in. Uh, and if anyone has cheesecake, you know, let's, uh, let's eat some, you know, let's, uh, it's a small bathroom, but we'll make it work. Oh, I can't wait for Pooja. That's great. <laughs> if she has actual cheesecake, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. I'm going to be really, cause you totally misunderstand that joke. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but kind of talking about going to a party you don't want to be at. I was thinking about this earlier today as like, Nothing makes you feel more pathetic than like trying to have sex, like just trying to get fucking like you do the stupidest shit. You wear like a band T-shirt of some fucking band you don't know or care about. You don't give a fuck. You follow around some fucking chick around a bar like a lost puppy dog because she might have sex with you. And then she does it. You fucking what's the worst thing? Oh, I joined a fraternity in my senior year. It might fucking say, it wasn't for the brotherhood. I'll tell you that. It was not for the brotherhood. Anyway, that's something I was just thinking about. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fucking what hor other horrible jokes do we have that are undeveloped? Oh, uh, I was thinking about aliens recently, you know? Like if aliens come to the planet, like what would they be like? What would the experience be like? And of course, you know, being from Texas, I have a unique perspective because I have my own ideas about what would happen. What? Oh, yeah, thank you. It's not just an open mic, it's a poetry slam. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so, like, no matter what happens, like, I have an idea if, like, they landed in Texas, you know, what would, like, they could be beautiful and, like, extending out, like, messages of peace and love and prosperity and, like, knowledge and just have these tentacles filled with light and ecstasy and just touching people and you, like, are filled with the most orgasmic experience. You're just, like, coming over and over and over again. And they, like, descend upon Dallas, Texas, and then they fucking blast them in the face because, yeah, I would rather you be dead, uh... Then I find out what you are. Seriously, that's it. It's like uh, shoot first and don't ask questions. Why? Fuck that. Uh, knowledge is not power. Uh, guns are. That's why we have guns in Texas. All right. That is a yawn and not a laugh. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> All right. What other stupid shit do I ever? Anybody done salvia before? I'll finish on this. Salvia. Yeah, we got one person. Are the rest of you not done salvia? Oh, God. You should go out and get some salvia right now uh, because it's amazing. You should. It's a great experience. It's, that's a lie. It's a complete lie. But you should still do it. It's a horrible experience. It's the worst thing. It's also a specifically bad experience uh, when you do it uh, with the neighbor that you just met who could possibly be violent and uh, is threatening everyone at the party because that's when I experienced it. And it's not really a good time to do that because it feels like you're in a fucking washing machine and you have no control over your body and you're spiraling around the room and all of a sudden people are in a fist fight. This actually happened. And uh, then you have to go to the hospital, you know, because uh, Danny's bleeding for some reason. Anyway, uh, all right, that's my time. I lost the, lost the balance of chin. Thank you. That's good. That's great. This is good. That's great. Maybe we want to place bets on whether the uh, the lady's coming back. Did she leave her food? She left her food. We're eating it. 
Right. Hey man, uh So yeah, man, I think you got a chance there, buddy. This is Hey, you're gonna you're you're gonna leave you're gonna leave before I bring the black dude up. You fucking racist piece of shit. Well, I I think it is a bad thing. We got the 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 the, the token black guy in here coming up. He's gonna leave. Can you believe that? Corday, can you believe that shit? Did you did you scanless? Let me tell you guys something. I'm gonna remember this night for the rest of my life. <laughs> this is the, this is gonna be the night I tried to kill myself. Boom went went from real positive to real negative, just like that. Uh no, but I'm not gonna kill myself. And if I if ever it comes out that, that I did, um, let me tell I'm gonna tell you right now. This was fucking it was the Illuminati. Just it was that's what I'm saying. Awesome, huh? I don't know. I don't know yet, but I'm telling you, if I ever get fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corday Snell, everybody. Give it up. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Oh, y'all good? You could fucking answer me, all right? God damn it. Shit. Answer, answer a black man when he's talking. Yes. I know, exactly. That's the fucking point. That's the motherfucking point, right? Also, I got a comment earlier when he was talking about Asians can say the N-word. No, the fuck you can't. Huh? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I had, I had a white bitch tell me she was more African than me because she was born in South America. No, 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 the fuck you aren't. Okay. All right. You don't deal with this black struggle. Okay. Also, but she had big tits and I was trying to fuck. So I kind of let her think she, that she could see that, but she actually couldn't. I told her after we graduated, and I didn't fuck. You're not more blacker than me and fuck you. So, um... But, uh, so I'm vegan. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, right? I don't, this doesn't, nah, I mean, I've been vegan for a year, man, but I've lost like 40 pounds, so I don't, oh, yeah, so thank you. I don't, you know, I've gained back 30, but I lost 40 at one point. I lost 40 <laughs> at one point. Um, funny thing about going vegan is that white chicks are so supportive. They're like, oh my God, you're vegan? Oh, do, do you know any place to shop? Like I can, I can drop a list of activities and things you can do to help come back to you being vegan. Like I, I got you, I got you. You tell a dude he vegan, like a motherfucker was like he was like since when? Last week, motherfucker. Like shit, people get on your like. First off, I'm black, and it's hard going to a black barbecue and telling people I'm vegan because they start giving you shit immediately. They was like, so you you ain't eating no ribs at this fucking barbecue? That's how you feel, Corday. That's how you feel. But if you was to think about it, right? If I'm vegan, that means there's more meat for the rest of y'all, right? No, but my family got a problem. It's like, so you're going to bring your p 
plant-based burgers on put it on this fucking grill. I don't fucking think so, Corday. That's not what's going to happen. And the funny thing about it was after I brought my plant-based sausages and burgers and stuff like that, after they got through eating most of their shit, they walked over and was like, hey, yo, can I try some of that shit? I was like, no, motherfucker. He's like, I'll switch you. I'll give you a rip for your old, right? You can't have none of this, but gotta sample your, some of your shit anyway. Um, also, dudes are stupid. You wanna know why we're stupid? It's because, like, yo, have any dudes in here been single, right? And you're like, damn, I wish I had a chick or some shit like that, right? And then you start talking to a female, and then y'all, like, hitting it off, and then she wanna get serious. And then you start thinking, like, shit, I get serious with her, but what about all the pussy I'm gonna give up if I, if I start dating her, right? Think, but not really thinking about it, you wasn't getting pussy beforehand. See, like, damn, then your homie start convincing you. He was like, dude, don't get with her. Bro, there's so much pussy out here, bro. What about that one girl that was smiling at you at the diner? You can still go talk to her. You can't fuck her in your relationship and shit like that, right? And then so you don't get with the girl, right? You try to hang out with your homies because you're trying to keep it down, right? But then your homies get in a fucking relationship. It's like, bro, how you going to get in a relationship when you told me not to get in a relationship? It was like, well, dude, because I can fuck her. I can't fuck you. And I was like, well, you could fuck me, but we don't get down like that. So, you know, it's kind of a, you know, yeah. Um... A little bit of rant. But also, any guys ever notice that the moment you get in a relationship is when chicks start, like, trying to date you? Like, it's like they can smell the commitment on you. Like, is that commitment I smell over there? Like, is that, is that good morning text? Hmm, is that ever-loving love right there I smell? Like, I don't fucking get it, you know? Like, I, so I honestly just tell people that I'm married, and then I start fucking chicks. They're like, and I start feeling guilty. I'm like, I'm cheating on my wife, not again. She's like, don't worry. You know, eventually, you know, I, it, it, it maybe for the better, you know, because it seems like you're not happy. I know she just treats me so bad. It was like, well, maybe we can continue this relationship. I'll say, yes, the fuck we can't continue this relationship because, bitch, I'm not married, but I tricked you and shit like that, right? Um. <laughs> it was, uh, she fell for it, and we kind of, we kept on fucking a few more times, but she was kind of pissed I lied. But, you know, it's whatever. I got, I got laid. That's the end of end of the day um how many dudes like chicks who wear a lot of makeup you guys anybody right don't like it right like as you think like what's the what's the fear what's the biggest fear yeah waking up to, waking up to it like in the morning right but think about this right waking up to the in the morning right and she might be uglier than what she was when she went at night but what's the thing that you failed to miss about that whole sentence right there if you wake it up to her in the morning right that means you fucked Mission accomplished, because you fucked her, right? So mission accomplished. Instead of thinking like, oh, dude, what's she going to look like in the morning? I don't want to date a chick with makeup. Why don't she going to look like in the morning? If you fucked, mission accomplished. And now she looks kind of scary in the morning. You now know that you can't spend the night at her house. You could just fuck. You got to go. You got to make up some story. I got to work early in the morning or some shit like that. But you still fucked anyway. So um, that's good. Also, so uh, I like to date white girls. Um... Or at least of course in my family I do because I dated one in the fifth grade. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because my homies say that I date uh, white girls, but I date offensive linemen kind of big white girls, which ain't true, but, you know, that's what they tell me all the time. It was just one girl, but they hold on to it. So according to my friends and my family, I date chicks who look like they play for Alabama's offensive line, you know? So uh, they big and shit like that, but hell yeah, I made a bitch who, who like, play for Alabama's offensive line, right? Because... Uh, according to Alabama, so that bitch gonna get drafted. You know, she gonna become a millionaire. You know, I'm gonna stick this shit out. You know, I was. It was a little hard initially, like back in January, because when they lost to Clemson, I couldn't be standing on the sidelines with no fucking loser. I start going over to like Clemson's office lines, try to hang out with those white bitches. You know, but um, 
we're going to stick through her. She just entered the draft, so she got an agent and shit. I'm going to see this shit through. And if she get an injury, I'm going to divorce her, and then I'm going to take all the money she got, like most white chicks do. Um, <laughs> I got, I'm glad you guys like that. Um, So, yeah, uh, anybody a fan of TLC? Right? Right? Fucking remember that song, No Scrubs, right? Growing up? That was the shit. No, no scrubs. Guys, scrubs is the guy who can't get no love from me. Fucking hate that song. I fucking hate that song so much. Because growing up, chicks would be like, like Corday, I don't want to talk to you because I don't want no scrubs. Hanging out the side of your best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I'm like, bitch, I'm 10. What the fuck you talking about, scrubs? My best friend's right. You talking about my mom's van? What the fuck you talking about? Also, I don't know why you bring this shit up. We at the fucking, we are the fucking um, swings. What this shit got to do with the fucking, like, best friend's right? I don't know. That's fucking, I hate that song. Um, there's a lot of scar tissue to me. Um, yeah, scar tissue. Fucking sick. Man, for sure, man. We For sure. For sure. Fuck them. And if I... If I, also, funny thing about that song is, right, them chicks was talking about, I don't want nobody who, I don't want a broke dude hanging on the side of their best friend's ride. Them bitches sold platinum albums that was still broke. They make $50,000 off a fucking platinum ass CD. So you calling me broke? Bitch, you broke, all right? Fucking three of y'all got to buy that shit up and all that shit. So talking about all this bullshit. Ah, uh, just giving a history lesson real quick. Um, I'm going to give you guys something to go off of or close this shit out with. Um, you know, You know what upsets me? Why do chicks ask so many goddamn questions when you're watching a movie? Like, why are you asking, like, chicks be always be like, um, do you know, like, what's going to happen? Uh, like, like, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, is he going to die and shit like that? Why do they always ask that, right? Like, you got to explain to chicks. Like, I explained this to my sister or chicks I'm dating. I'm like, yo, okay, first off, I didn't write this movie. I didn't produce it. I didn't help direct it. I didn't see this before I came out with you to see this fucking movie. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, okay? Also... I think the worst thing they ever did is like when you buy a DVD at home and then you watch some shit with someone because now they get the opportunity to leave or then if they get confused, they can rewind the shit back. Like I remember I watched like phone, phone booth, right? right back. Uh, I watched phone booth. That shit is an hour and 10 minutes. We spent three hours because my sister was confused and she didn't get exactly what was going on in that shit. You know, it's just fucking, I don't know. They say dudes are dumb, but bitch can't, bitches can't get movies. I don't know. Fuck. Um, that's it. <laughs> That's it for me. I've been Corday. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Can you say something? Hey, my man, you got a cigarette? All right. Beautiful. No, sir. Where, who the, where the fuck you come from? Okay. Uh, that's against the rules. Welcome, folks. How you guys doing? Doing good. I see you signed up. Is that right? Yeah, you signed up. You signed polite. It's the open mic. You signed your name on a list. That means you're coming on stage. This isn't this isn't a fucking AA meeting. You know, signing up. Okay. All right, well, fucking welcome anyway. You don't have to go up if you don't want to, but that is what the, that that list means, just so you know. So I may call you up when it gets to your name, but you don't got to come up, but, um, you know, and you, you, you enjoy, the, enjoy the show. Okay.
We got we got fucking Beavis and Butthead over here. Yeah. God bless you guys for coming through. God bless you. You didn't want it sounds like you didn't want to be here. Alright. You you fucking you wanna tell some jokes, don't you? <laughs> Your friend is not supportive at all, other than that he's here. And God bless him for that. And God bless the both of you for that. And uh what's your name, man? Yeah, what's your last name? Yeah, what? Because I didn't know how to pronounce it. So Corbin uh, Damn you Kytus, that sounds like a fucking Russian dude trying to get out of check. Damn you Kytus. I don't know. Alright, everybody give it up for Corbin. You talk to him. You tell him. Hey, man, you might you might just have to go. I don't know how long you've been doing comedy, but you might just have to go tell jokes in kind of front of these four people. We've all been there, Corbin. We've all been there. You don't. If you're funny, if... You know, go ahead and log it, because I'm about to go out there in a second. But, uh, but you know, I don't know. Are you new to this shit? Okay. Well, then you should know that part of the game is you got to fucking make, like, two or three people laugh sometimes. Yeah, they, they didn't, they're not, they not going to laugh at you anyway. Damn, he locked his second lock. All right. Well, that was, that was, okay, well, you know, don't take that, yeah, that's, that's your own personal shit. Everybody give it up for uh, Corbin, damn you, Kytus. All right, guys, uh, why do we even have a microphone, you know, it's such a small, nice room. I don't want to shit on it, though, you know, it's actually better than this little, I lived in a little shack, uh, in a backyard in Burbank once upon a time. And uh, we had like a makeshift stage and some trees. And I would like play some riffs on the guitar and jump off this big piece of plywood. And we felt like we were all superstars. And we had a little like psycho thing just like this. And I would do that, but like tune, I'd make tunes. And the, the neighbors hated us. You know, they absolutely hated us. Um, yeah, it's really good to not be in uh, the shithole of Los Angeles anymore. Um, also had some shit I wrote So let's figure out, you know, if we can lock this again, I can talk as long as I want to. So <laughs> welcome to the Corbin Dammy Kaida Show, everybody. So happy to have you on here today. All right, uh, so first and foremost, what's going on? I'm also from Texas, um, and I also have had somewhat gay experiences that I did not necessarily want. So I could really relate to that guy. Uh, really happy the girls left, because I have a raging herpes outbreak right now, and I really wanted to be able to talk about it. Um, let's talk about... I also forced a kid to eat a mold cookie when I was a little kid. Um, you, this isn't going to make sense to you guys. Um, but uh, this guy almost ate a burrito that was like probably a month or two old. 
Um, say what? No, no, this guy over here, this guy who uh, who left for his cigarette, but it's okay. <laughs> has two cigarettes or three cigarettes, however many cigarettes before uh, we decided. See if I can get through this list of shit. Um, okay. Um, so I feel like I'm in like the the scene from Pulp Fiction, you know, where like they they get caught in the basement and there's like you find out they're like BDSM. I just feel like something really bad is gonna happen to me right now. Um, let's talk about, um, I feel like they were trying to act like they had a lot of clout with, like, some of their, um, like, he was saying, oh, I'm dating this bitch and stuff like that, and I don't, I don't know if things are necessarily going that well for him. Um, you know, I had some, some up and down times with dating myself, you know, I was, like, single for a year, and that was when I was doing the most comedy. I had no sex for a whole year, and I was doing comedy, like, every night, and, my whole set was about like not getting laid and like single and feeling like unfuckable and undateable. Um, and it was really rough on me, man. Um, and then, yeah, I've been in a relationship and just like the black guy said, uh, I'm so happy he's outside. I just wanted to break up all the time, you know? I'm just like, I feel chained, I hate it. Um, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. So I've been doing, um, I used to do the same scripted, presentation i have nothing for nothing uh, ready right now no no jokes no turns no classic comedy turns for you folks there's nothing lined up um i have a list of things to go off of let's see we i've been i used to do i used to do a folk cam web show when i lived in los angeles i got paid a whopping 15 dollars an hour to play folk music and i would play for eight hours a day i lived in the ghetto and uh, they hated it so much. They threw rocks through my window. There was ambulances. Uh, it was very scary. And now I get paid big money for a webcam show. I mean, relatively big money um, because I'm a salesman. And I moved to San Francisco. Uh, I'm also going to make this uh, seminar, OK? I moved to San Francisco with $50 in my pocket. And barely enough for one week of hotel, caffeine pills, and uh, like 20 PB&Js. This is a true story. I really had $50. And I remember being in Dolores Park and thinking, oh, my God, I'm so completely, absolutely fucked. And there's no way out of this, really. And just looking at the sky and like thinking about homelessness and this girl that I had talked into having sex with me. And, you know, I, I was actually starting to get laid again because I had to work so hard. I was doing petitions for like $3 a signature. And I'd get like 100 or 200 of them a day because I needed it, you know. And so I'd just aggressively fight for uh, the le to keep flavored tobacco legal. And it didn't win. But I got a lot of money in the process, enough to launch a career in sales again after having not done petitions for a couple years, enough to, to have some, some money. Things are going better now. Uh, but I'm a workaholic doing like 70 or 80 hours a week. I'm losing my fucking mind. Um, I feel like I'm 26. I'm gaining weight. I feel like I'm living like in a 35 or a 40-year-old person's body. This girl is saying she wants to fucking marry me sometimes, you know? And it's like I've gone from like, oh, I can't get laid and I'm poor to like I fucking am in this relationship and I'm making money, but like it's not any better, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it fucking sucks. Um, but not like necessarily. It is really nice to know that like I could just not work 
like a year or two years and be okay. Like I do have a little bit of a nest egg saved up. But for San Francisco, it's like it's all relative, you know, like you have so long to go before you really have money here. Um, so long to go. Yeah, I do a web webinar every day. It's the same exact same exact script. I'm doing a screen share, I'm selling some software, slinging some deals, slinging some real estate technology all over the place. And um, yeah, that's where I put my entertainment energy these days. Um, so let's see, I have three bullet points left. Fuck the girl at Dolores Park. I'm stuck in a codependent relationship. Um, oh, and anytime someone tells you on the phone, like if, if someone is trying to sell you something on the phone and they say that they need approval from their boss, uh, they're almost never talking to their boss. Um, I just want to say that, right? So they're almost always stalling for time, trying to find ways to fuck you in the ass a little bit. Um, I've done it. I've done it more than I care to admit. Um, I have some, I have a kind of an aggressive sales personality. I've, I've sold a lot of bullshit. Um, and, uh, yeah, anytime someone tells you that uh, prices are based off an algorithm, who can relate to this? What is what what does my life come to? You know, what am I doing with my life these days? Is anyone else a workaholic that just can't stop working? Does anyone else go through that? Are you guys going through that right now? Yeah, what do you do for work? You're a web developer. Okay, how much more time do I have? Hey, it's so great to have everybody back now that I'm finishing up. All right. So, you know, I uh, recently my friend was telling me, hey, Corbin, you know, you should really be a Mormon. And he was telling me all about it. I thought, you know, I would love to be a Mormon. You want to know why? Uh, it just dawned on me that I don't know if you know this. When you're a Mormon, when you die, you get your very own planet. And I thought, you know, sign me up. I've been looking for great reasons to kill myself. My guy, Corbin. Damn, Eukaitis. Damn, Eukaitis. All right. Well, you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you some. Let me tell you some. First of all, put that away. Okay. I don't know who you fucking think you is. Out here, just you know what I'm saying. You see the fucking sign? No alcohol in or out. My right capital. <laughs> he know I got some drink in my pocket. Anyway, uh, but I don't though. All right, all right. Fuck. See, this is a t this is a hard room. They're not laughing at me. They they're not laughing at you. Yeah, I don't know. It's a di it's difficult, and that's just part of being a comedian, man. So, and sometimes, you know, motherfuckers got to take a cigarette break, and so you got to talk to like two people, and it's just more. It's just a challenge, you know. Okay, you know, and you know, uh, let's give a round of applause to it for this guy for you know, trying to give up the cigarettes. Round of applause. Round of applause. Okay, well, you can give me one clap. All right, fuck you then. You fucking beat his ass later if you want, Corbin. Damn you, Kytus.
Um, all right, so our next comedian, he's here. He's in the flesh. She's about to be funny. Right? Aren't you? What's your last name? It says it says D on the list. Or do would you prefer not to give it? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, everybody, give it up for Madison D. Thank you. I'm like mildly worried about Pooja. Pooja, are you okay? All right, just checking. This is me being a good friend, you guys. This is what healthy friendship looks like, you know? Um, I also didn't realize I was about to go up. Do you guys want to hear about Stockholm Syndrome? I don't know how well you're going to relate to this. Uh, I feel like I have fashion Stockholm Syndrome, you know? Like, I'll see something, I'll be like, oh, that's that's really ugly. And I'll see it, like, three more times, and I'll be like, I guess that's what people are wearing these days. And then, like, six more times, and I'm like, well, I guess now I own this, like, bomber jacket with the furriness on the inside. <laughs> I don't know, they just they get you used to it. And then you see it five years later, and you're like... I was mistaken. No mistaken. Women laugh at that more, but I promise I don't have any female audience members right now. Um, but honestly, I think that Stockholm Syndrome is like the best thing that could ever happen to you. Like if it comes down to it and you're kidnapped and you have the choice between being Belle, like, okay, so you know Belle from Beauty and the Beast, right? Okay, so she has the choice between being kidnapped with a monster and living in a castle with a prince which one would you choose it's obvious choose the one that's fun that's your brain protecting you like lean into stockholm syndrome okay that's all i'm saying okay making some promising sounds oh so i have this necklace it's in the shape of a compass as a reminder to myself that I get lost a lot. Like, when in doubt, I'm in lost. Success. Excellent. I'm so happy for you. Um, I have a personal rule for myself because of how often I get lost. It's, uh, if the map's wrong, you're lost. That's what it means. If the map, if you start thinking, oh, they must have screwed up this map design, you're lost. You don't know where the fuck you are. This is based on a trip I took to the Canadian border. I was like leading a camping and canoeing trip. The last thing my boss said to me before I left was, it's a felony to camp in Canada. I was in charge of seven 13 year old girls. So I told them. If you see the Mounties, you stay there and we're going to run because you're under 18. And if you get a felony, it'll clear. <laughs> it won't for me. Thank you for laughing at that. My child abuse story. Um, yeah. So, okay. I think I feel like I've made it clear. I have a poor sense of direction. So for me, San Francisco is just like a large space composed of like 
different bars I've done open mics at. Or like, you know, like random places I recognize. And occasionally those like merge together and I'm going to an open mic and I'm like, oh, someone I slept with lived around here. <laughs> like this is familiar. And I slowly connect these areas and that's how I understand a neighborhood. But sometimes, wait, what are you doing, Pooja? Is that a picture or video? Because I prefer not a video. <laughs> You're free like a bird. Yeah, you never see one without the other. Oh, somebody's peeing right now. Who's that? Who remembers who went to the bathroom recently? We could put their sounds on the radio. All right, well, that's reasonable because phones die. I forgot where I was going with my last one, but like now I'm going to go into my masturbation joke. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> I do remember where I was going. Um, Semi-recently, I came across this case where I was like, wow, this apartment looks familiar. And then I was like, oh, I remember that Vietnamese couple upstairs. Then I was like, oh, I've fucked someone in this bedroom before. <laughs> and like, how do you explain to someone that's why like, you can't come? You know, like, what do you say? What do you say in that situation? No, that's not a solid punchline. Okay, I'm gonna go into my, oh, I think they're gonna fuck and I'm kind of pumped for Pooja. <laughs> I'm such a good friend, I hope she can't hear me. Can you hear me? You're so beautiful, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> All right, okay, this is my final joke because it seems like a good time to be done with this activity. Positivity? No one has ever asked me to be on their positivity team before because they've like heard me talk about my own life. Discourages that. Um, how do you guys feel about masturbation? You're pro masturbation, yeah? When do you ask your friends for masturbation tips? Okay. You're missing out. I prefer to ask my friends about masturbation at brunch. Like, I want to know. That's when I ask them. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, you've had a couple of mimosas, but nobody's going, like, trolling for dick in, like, the immediate future. And, like, really, what are Sunday afternoons for if not masturbating? So brunch is the perfect time to ask for tips. The afternoon is the perfect time to masturbate. <laughs> So we're clear. Yeah, obviously you're missing out on opportunities to learn. Cause like, okay, so you claim that you know everything there is to know about masturbating. Like you can do it to completion and that's what counts. See, I feel like maybe I could do it better. You know, like by definition, it's something you do alone. 
though, how do you know if you're doing it wrong? Like, how do you know if you could be getting yourself off in a more enjoyable way? Like, I have imposter syndrome around masturbation, okay? That's what I'm trying to tell you. And so to, like, counter it, I just ask my friends, you know, about, like, for tips and tricks. And the best trick I've ever learned, if you're curious at all, I mean, you obviously told us you have it down to a science. Congratulations. Are you curious? Do you want to know how to do it better? Pooja, do you want to know how to do it better? No, she does not. She is busy. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't need to masturbate. Anyways, the best tip I've ever gotten is it's all about like what you focus on, you know? Like you can focus on like someone from a movie or like someone you interact with in like real life. But I prefer to focus on like me having my life together. <laughs> like that is just so hot. So now I really get off to the idea of myself having curtains, which I feel like my neighbors would also enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. That was fucking beautiful, wasn't it? God damn it. All right, so now there's a, there's a couple options here going on. Pooja. Pooja. Yeah. What do you got? You got some funnies? You got some giggles and, and some... You don't need a routine. You don't need one. I mean, that's you could just come up here and get that off your chest. You got five minutes to talk about to talk about it. You fucking listen. You fucking come up here. You got five minutes to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And it'll be funny or it'll not be funny, but it'll be feel good to get it off your chest. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Tell us about whatever. That's okay. We're all with you. Okay? You know what I'm saying? We'll cry, we'll cry together. We'll never be that. This is not a judgmental place. This is a place full of love. If you come here, talk about what Pooja, everybody. She's going to talk about whatever she wants. Hi, guys. Every, uh, so today's in the night. I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. So I'm standing here in the lights, and I'm like here trying to tell you guys about funny stuff. But tonight's not going to be about funny stuff. Tonight's going to be about like me. Because my dog was put down tonight. And, like, I feel like everyone's, like, kind of nodding their heads in a way that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, like, let's get on with the funny. But I'm really Has any one of you guys ever dealt with an animal passing? No. No? Yes. I hear, I see like that long deep nod. Like what happened with you? Well, <laughs> what happened with your cat? 
What what happened? But like something must have led up to it. Old. What about other? What what happened to your dog? Sorry, everyone's gonna end up crying. That's what it said. Yeah. This is not a, this is not a comedy show you signed up for. This is a show about where we talk about how animals are not good good enough for us. Your your animals. I'm sorry. How did you deal with it afterwards? How did you deal with it afterwards? By drinking a lot, like me? And then somehow ending up on a stage? <laughs> okay, and then Matt? Why am I on the stage anyway? Like, I'm not here to, like, make people feel funny, is that right?
Capcom, GNC, these guys are talking about bangs and shimmies up there. Doesn't sound like instrumentation to me. Houston, we are venting something out into space. I can see it outside of window one right now. Gotta be the oxygen. GNC, these guys are talking about bangs and shimmies up there. Doesn't sound like instrumentation to me. Houston, we are venting something out into space. This doesn't work. We're not going to have enough power left to get home. Pedro, how long does it take to power up the limb? Three hours by the checklist. We don't have that much time. and the Fred Hayes Show. I'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast. That's an excellent show, Austin. Thank you very much, Houston. Oh, we got a couple of house...
back taxes and the Fred Hayes show. I'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast. That's an excellent show, Austin. Thank you very much, Houston. Uh, we got a couple of housekeeping procedures for you. We'd like you to roll right to zero, six, zero, and null your rates. Roger that. Rolling right, zero, six, zero. And then if you could uh, give your oxygen tanks a stir. Roger that.
see a podcast? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! John Wessick here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. Full haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him, chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section. And after the singed carpet incident, management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his timesheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase, the taste of wild boar's blood. I was just leaving the theater.
about protests from Sanjur. novel about protests from Sanjuro. A sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink, so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Leftio Duels, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoi polloi. Next is a Folsom leather bar. The dark Garth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters have broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sanjurorider.com and Black Block is on Amazon. Promotions go www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need and live music promotion at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control. Go to subliminalsf.com now. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. October 9th through 16th, 2022, the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you San Francisco and beyond. So many venues this year. Atlas Cafe, Madam Racecar, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Boozeland and Mutiny Radio. 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day block party. See you, or livable city who brought you Sunday streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the bacon, bacon food truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside, ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues, October 9th through 16th, 2022. See you there. Wanted me to be controversy. 
The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people, to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disaster, paycheck, check. 